0: Die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh-oh. Uh, this shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. This shit is Trump-A-S. T-R-U-M-P-A-N-A-N-A-S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey, everybody! <laughs> Welcome to Damn Gay
1: Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is a very special episode
2: because this is the episode where we're covering all the shit we never have time for. Yes, basically we are pre-taping this episode. Mm-hmm. So we're doing what they call in the biz, <laughs> Evergreen Topics. That's industry talk, Mm. meow, meow.
1: Yes, well, everybody loves, they want something evergreen so they can play it all the time. Yeah, that's
2: explain to the 14 what that means, evergreen.
1: Evergreen is a term in showbiz. (laughs) Um, They say, like, if something is topical, that's happening now. So the news is now and the headlines are now. But evergreen means it could be played any time and there's no time to it. It's timeless.
2: Timeless, good one, in in a word. So. That's evergreen. That was timeless. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want you guys to know that um, many of these things will stop making creaking noises no, and bumping noises and paper noises. Okay. Many of the topics that we're going to cover and things we're going to say, um, by the time you hear them, will be wrong, won't make sense. Right. Will be they won't be timeless. They'll actually be out of date. That's
1: what evergreen should mean.
2: exactly nothing's evergreen quite frankly um and certainly not modern designing because anyone who says this is modern i'm like okay well that's going to be out of style in like two months but right um, so basically even the 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 interview we're going to do later we'll just play later Uh um, which is about betsy devos is already um fucked because right so she's already
1: done been fired
2: yeah i mean uh, shit's already happened and we've already been proven wrong 13 times so so just don't be too judgy. Just know that this is not topical and just assume that we understand that we've already been moted on that because wherever we are now, while you're listening to this right two weeks from now, mm. we're like, oh, well, that's interesting.
1: Um, but we can't p- predict the future as much as we want to. No. You know, we're not. It's not like the show Timeless, the TV show Timeless. <laughs> I don't that recall that. I did that try show. watching, but that's also a big b- b- bag of shit. <laughs> But I did love, wanted to to like it because it's sci-fi and it's time travel and I thought I would get into it.
2: But it wasn't timeless, No, it it?
1: It was not timeless, no.
2: Mm. Well, I forgot what I was going to say, but um, (laughs) (laughs) I had it in my head.
1: um, Was it about Evergreen or the song Evergreen by Barbara Streisand?
2: It certainly wasn't that because I'm not familiar. Can you, can you, can you give me... You
1: know what, I was going to give you a bar or two and then I
2: realized I... I... (laughs) I don't think I can. Yeah. No, don't play it on your computer. I want to get distracted God, I know. Dammit. Okay, All right, so let's get to um let's get to our new segment. And it's called Judge Julie. Ooh. Segment called Judge Julie. It's pretty self-explanatory, but for anyone who's obtuse, it's basically judgy-ass Julie doing what she does best—ripping <laughs> someone or something a new asshole. So today's defendant and the recipient of an extra anus, Vice President Mike Pence. Hear ye, hear ye!
1: The court <laughs> is now in session. Wow, you took the seriously? Hear ye, hear ye! <laughs> that's my gavel. Yeah, that's right. Bailiff Brandy, how are you? Good morning. Should I have you swear on a Bible? <laughs> Fuck no! <laughs> hey, where's the Torah? <laughs> let me get the Torah out. Actually, get a vagina. Let
2: me it's a let Torah me let me put my like hand a vagina. on that. Phyllis, Perfect. now you know what to get Julie for Hanukkah. Vagina shaped Torah. da boo boo
1: uh, everyone may sit. Thank you for joining us in court today. This Jesus. morning we'll be sentencing the defendant and plaintiff and bag of garbage known as Mike Pence. In case those of you haven't been watching this trial, Mike Pence has been indicted for crimes against humanity and for his face, his voice, his dead eyes, his lack of integrity, any source of backbone, morality, ethical standing, compassion, empathy, self-awareness, intelligence, or critical thinking. We also have found that... He's actually the fairy tale known as Pinocchio because he's actually made of wood. Michael Richard, Mike Ooh. Pence.
2: <laughs> Michael
1: Richard. That's the real. That's real. Don't name your Michael Richard, Mike Pence he goes he goes by Mike Pence but his name is Michael Richard but he likes to be called Mike I mean it's just yeah Michael Richard Mike Pence so
2: you guys know don't name your son Richard unless you want him to be gay (laughs) or a dick and that's the truth and check it out go into your phone book duly noted it
1: is now a law
2: (laughs) Uh, as we know when Trump gets impeached you Mr.
1: Pence will be fixing to take over I intend with the power of this court to not allow that to happen and would rather have my dead Nana Gladys be resurrected and become president through a magical death portal that actually doesn't exist but honestly you probably believe it does because you believe anything anyone tells you.
2: Uh, Also everyone wants Gladys obviously
1: anyway we're here to find out the outcome of your trial and here it is I find you guilty of all counts of guilt here's what you're guilty of you're guilty in my opinion of standing idly by unfair and untrue practices and regulations I believe you would implement because you said you would stand by someone or me let's just say me as they get gay conversioned, whether that's shock therapy or ex gay dogma you look them in the eye and I mean you look me in the eye as I'm screaming and crying and being tortured and gently tell me what you're doing for me is for my own good and you'll and I'll thank you later this also includes abortion rape and wanting to control women because your insecurity is actually what your semen is made out of you are also guilty of being on the wrong side of the law on every single thing that people care about since I can't speak for all people I'll speak for myself that I care about I know people say oh but when Trump is impeached or falls off Air Force One or Melania stabs him through the potatoes Mike (laughs) Pence is at least even killed in presidential wrong you are the least presidential or even keeled, but since you're made of wood, I'll give you your easily controlled. You are a backwards, uber-religious country bumpkin who has no self-awareness or worldly understanding, is living in some conservative jesus utopia that would homogenize everything and make the world a straighter version of Bob Jones University. Google Bob Jones University. You are guilty of working towards rolling back climate regulations in your own state and fighting against modern civilization. You are guilty of using your religion in hand with your power which is not only against the actual law but it is just gross you are guilty of supporting anyone who has a pulse should be able to have a gun because your basic bitch thinking can only mimic the words but the second amendment is our right please bitch try and understand one shade of grey you are guilty of treason against LGBT people and women you would control us and you would see any individuality and colorful spark of creative freedom be burnt out by your religious beliefs and oppressive lack of imagination or open heart so to sum it up You suck. You are an epic fail. And I want to say to the people of America, don't fool yourself. When he becomes president, the only good thing about him will be hopefully that his presidency will literally last like three months. You, sir, are a shill for President Trump and a person without a backbone or merit. You are a puppet, a weak minded coward, and a lame follower and believer of antiquated dogma and ideas. You're a shameful reminder of what is wrong with America, and you need to be stomped out alongside the same passages of the Bible that you're as old as. Now, before I finish sentencing, I also want to let the court know my Pence is also guilty of having a hideous radio show in the nineties
2: important piece of evidence.
1: Yeah, where his true—thank you, B- Bailiff Brandy—where his true personality can be heard. So for those of you who want to stick to this idea that Mike Pence is some even-killed good guy, have a listen.
3: The problem here is that adultery uh, is a, really an antiquated sin, if you will. It's no longer in vogue in America. And therefore, Kelly Flynn, uh, whether she be in the Air Force or not, ought not to be in any way— Censured for all she did was be involved in an adulterous affair. I mean, I mean you, you get a sense, whether it's columns that I've read in the New York Times that that called her behavior an offense of the heart or elsewhere, you, you get this sense in the mainstream media. And the problem here was a discomfort with adultery. And does that trouble anybody else?
1: Uh, I want to tell the court that you should Google Kelly Flynn and just learn for yourself what that's all about so that you can throw up in your own hands. Mike Pence, please stand. You are (laughs) sentenced to live the rest of your life as you. I cannot think of a worse sentence. We release you from public service, and you will not be allowed to work in any industry where you retain power. You must take two women's studies classes, attend three sessions of LGBT homeless youth support groups, you must attend one full year of Earth Science, you must learn how to cook, just because I think you won't like it, so I want you to do it, and you will take a human and sexuality class and learn about a woman's actual body. You will attend a rape survivors meeting, you will attend a year's worth of meetings of survivors of gun violence, and you will be forced to plant a tree, clean animals in an oil spill and you will visit every veterans hospital in this country and you will sit with people from all religions and be exposed to a world that is moving forward and my hope for you is that after all this you will learn something about life and people and society and culture and you will know how to make a killer lasagna that is my verdict
2: oh girl cunt court is adjourned honey uh Jeez, Louise! Somebody better put that in, on the YouTube. Talk about a radio show from Ooh, the '90s. God damn! I just—I don't know. I—I I might have stopped listening after Melania stopped stabbing <laughs> Trump through the potatoes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, oh, you were stopped listening from way before that. Way I just before got this that. image
2: of her stabbing him through the potatoes. I was like, is she in a potato patch? Is it scalloped Well, I potatoes? imagine he eats
1: a lot of potatoes. <laughs> okay. And then I imagine them sitting there at a, like, like a long, long table like they were in a castle. Okay. But that she walks down the table in like a negligee or something. Okay, a teddy. Right. And then she's like, oh, Donald, I want to tell you something. And he's like, oh, mm. like, I love your short fingers. I want you to put your... put. Let me sit on your lap let me sit on your lap you're my husband and then <laughs> and he's like that's weird you haven't done this since 2001 right and then she now I need to tell you something about Baron he, I got a, a permission slip from school I need you to sign it and then she takes out a piece of paper but it's a fork and she stabs him through the potatoes It just she
2: stab, stab him in the is jugular? I thought she was in a no, potato through. patch, which doesn't even exist, and <laughs> oh. it was kind of like Yolanda in the lemon mm. trees. Oh my love, I'm in the lemon
1: trees, my love. <laughs> the ticks, oh my love, I'm Gigi Bella, them. don't ever, don't, don't put, don't, don't
2: get Lyme disease, Gigi and Bella. No, I'm gonna stab you with the lime. Oh. She, yeah, no, Yolanda wishes she stabbed David Foster through the right. lemon trees. Well,
1: I guess I imagined it like through the plate he was eating mashed potatoes and then she stabbed him through the potatoes. Well,
2: I just think Melania stabbed Trump through the potatoes. Put it what you will. It's obviously genius. It's what needs to happen. Many more murders need to happen through potatoes. Um, The potato murders. And just for anyone who was um, worried, and I'm sure you all are, that will not be the last time we hear from judgy ass Julie. There will be many more sexist religious assholes for her to rip a new asshole. But now it's time for Skew.
1: And now it's time for Brandy
2: and I to ride our tiny bicicletta to skew. Yep, this is our segment called Time for Skew, where a live person teaches us something. And today we're talking to our professor for the day, Trevor Hall. Trevor is a longtime loyal listener
1: of our bullshit. <laughs> we know him as a listener to a podcast that we frequently guest on called The Gayest of All Time with Johnny McGovern.
2: Okay, now, so we got many, many offended tweets about our amazing, honest, groundbreaking, <laughs> half drunk, but well meaning coverage of Betsy DeVos and the whole public school thing. Now, Trevor was the only one who was sweet and supportive <laughs> and offered to help and wasn't a sanctimonious <laughs> shit bucket. So we thought he should come on and fill us, fill us in on what we don't know about public schools and the U.S. government. <laughs> hey, Trevor. Hey, Trevor. Thanks for calling. Hi. Hi. Oh, my
3: God. I can't believe you got so many angry
2: tweets. I mean, by so many, we mean like <laughs> two, five.
3: <laughs> oh, that's right, because there's only 14 of us,
0: right? Right, right.
2: right. But hey, what right. is okay, two yeah. out of 14? That's like... That's he, like eighty-seven percent. That's right. <laughs> a, you tweet me about my math problems yeah, too. This is proof that the public school system's broken. Okay, I had to teach Julie how to tip. That's true. Okay, so, okay, so your background is in education. So tell us in the audience why we can trust and believe in you.
0: <laughs>
3: uh, well, I've uh, been in the public school system. Uh, working for eight years now, I went through public school, my K through twelve existence. I went to uh, IU in, in Indiana, and I, like you said, was the only one that was nice and sweet.
1: <laughs> oh, and what do you do working in the public school systems now?
3: Right now, I, I I teach once a week on Wednesdays. I teach music lessons to kids in a private Catholic school.
2: Oh. Now you, but yeah, you're, you're so you're gay. Are we allowed to say that? Uh, or, yes. In case your mom oh, yeah, one of the 14. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And you were I don't a, know, you were, even, you know. Okay. You were a full-time teacher for a year, right, before you like couldn't deal.
3: Yes. And then I got the hell out. It was ridiculous.
2: Okay, so you said you live in Indiana and in your tweet to us you said that like what's happening right now nationally in education almost mirrors what's been happening in Indiana in the past 10 years. So explain to us like yes. what exactly is happening.
3: Okay, so it goes back to Mitch Daniels, who was the governor before Mike Pence. He, uh, his um, superintendent of public education was a guy called Tony Bennett. Oh, and what Tony, Tony did, Bennett was the yeah, superintendent of yeah, schools in Indiana?
0: <laughs> <Jesus>. Who knew?
3: <laughs> <laughs> so what, what Tony did was he, he kind of launched the first statewide voucher program for charter schools and, um, sorry, Private schools, like Catholic schools.
2: Okay, and so what is what what exactly is a voucher program? That means they give people fake money to go to private school.
3: <laughs> kind of. It's it's um, so for each student that goes to a public school, um, the the government gives money. Um, so I think in Indiana, the school that I taught, it was about six thousand dollars per student per so year. So the uh, student. Yeah, for you. Okay. So if, if the student chose to go to, um, like, the Catholic school that I teach at now, that money would then be reallocated to the Catholic school.
1: Right, okay.
3: Now so, the problem is, with the problem with those is that if the Catholic school costs more money than the public school, then that's covered, I think, up to
1: 90%. So if I'm going to... Mike Pence elementary school, and I then decide. <laughs> uh-huh. My parents decide they want to send me to Our Lady of Our Lady Saint of pedophilia univer- <laughs> her University. Then, yeah, the government says here's six thousand dollars. However, the Our Lady school costs twelve thousand dollars, so you end up the the state only covers ninety percent of that.
3: Yeah. The other ten percent would have to come from the family from itself. your pocket.
1: So you get the six grand yep. plus the more grand to go to the thing, but then you have to pay out of your pocket the ten percent. So that's how that works yeah. there.
2: And does yep. this money come out of like the state funds or like na- uh, national funds? As far no, as...
3: state, most okay, of, so... most of education is funded uh, locally. It's funded through your taxes locally.
2: Okay, so if what's the problem then? Because I mean, we knew it was the state, it's a state. It's a state thing. Uh huh. And it varies from state to state. So what exactly is Betsy DeVos going to be in charge of then?
3: Oh, okay. So, <laughs> let's see, where, where do we want to start? She's going to be in charge of um, essentially five really important things. So you covered one, I think, in your Valentine's Day episode. She's going to be the advisor to the president on educational issues.
2: At least okay. we covered one of them.
1: <laughs> I thought I was going to say, unlove.
3: <laughs> Go ahead. Now, and the two would be she would be establishing educational policy. So um, I think a good example of that would be like um, when there is the transgender student issue. Um, President Obama did a thing. He basically sent out guidelines to the schools that said this is how you should handle this. Okay. Okay.
2: okay. Good example. Um,
3: the, the third would be to collect data and do research on, like, student success. What, what are they doing out there that helps students succeed? What are we doing that... Doesn't oh yeah, and there was
2: an Obama thing where, like, kind of like a a, a, like a standardized test or like the core things that they wanted kids to know before they moved on. That's a big issue. Yeah, sort of. Kind
3: of. It was. No no Child Left Behind was a law that um, uh, Bush, the second one, uh, did. It he did it with with both Republicans and Democrats, and it was great because. It kind of had held schools accountable in a way that they had never done before. And that's really when standardized testing came to the forefront and was really important. Now, what Obama did was um, the Every Student Succeeds Act, which hasn't really gone into effect yet.
2: Well, then that will be shut down. <laughs> if it hasn't gone to effect, then it's <laughs> it actually, essentially It down.
3: actually might not because um, the way it's looking, it's going to benefit um, President Trump. Why? Well, for, I mean, for a number of reasons, really. It's, um, it, it puts a lot more power into the hands of the state. Um, most notably, I think it would be like teacher qualifications are determined by the state. So, in No Child Left Behind, you had to be what was called a highly qualified teacher. So, meaning if you're going to teach reading, you should pass the Praxis Test, which is a, um, like a standardized test for teachers. And you should have a degree in English.
1: Well, that sounds reasonable. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Obvious, quite frankly. Yes or no?
3: Yes or no? The the problem with that was um, you could just get an English degree and then do what was called the transition program and essentially become certified to teach without learning how to teach.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, I see. That's Mm. what we should do.
1: Learn how to teach.
2: (laughs) No, we should get whatever transitional thing.
1: Yeah, no shit. And then get
2: a job? Yeah. And then I cannot pay the rest of my student loans off. Mm. Is that an urban legend, Trevor, <laughs> that if you teach for a year, you don't have to pay your student loans? Do you it, know? It's
3: actually, it's kind of an urban myth, but not really. Um, if you teach in a, a school district that is high poverty, um, like a, an at-risk school, right? Yeah. They'll give you loan forgiveness, but you have to teach there for a certain number of years, whether it be five years, ten years. Oh my you.
1: God! You can't do that. I cannot. I Definitely can't I couldn't do that. teach anywhere for more than one year. I'd do like a half day, and I need the babies. Yeah. So then, <laughs> so okay. So then, what is what is it? What are people freaking no out wait, about? So what is oh. the
2: other last two? Oh, sorry.
3: Oh, uh, let's see. Advise, uh, establish, collect data um, enforce federal laws. Now this one's really important, especially to you, Mr. Goldman. <gasps> yes. Go. Oh, thank you. It, it, that would be what going back to number two about the, the trend student protection and sexual assault on college campuses.
2: Oh she God. Don't be, bring up rape right now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> she would be in charge of making sure that those agencies are following that. And even in a, in a Catholic school, I think I mentioned this to you, Brandy, um, A Catholic school who gets a voucher, they don't necessarily have to provide accommodations for special needs students.
1: Oh, so basically, she could remove all of that and be like, "Sorry, all disabled. Sorry, trans. Sorry, ladies, you got assaulted. Go fuck yourselves." All right. Okay.
2: Then what's the? And she is quite religious, so I think she's bringing
1: education back to the kingdom of God. So everyone's got that to look forward to. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. So what's what's
2: the fifth one?
3: The fifth one would be administer federal student aid.
2: Okay. Well, um... Right,
3: that's pretty pretty straightforward.
2: Okay, so, um... Is there anything she can do or might do that would improve the situation now? I mean, you know, what needs... I think, obviously, the situation needs improving. People got offended when I said... In my opinion, it's broken. And I do think it's broken because I think in... You know, certain areas of every state, kids aren't being educated. And in a large, large part of LA, that is true. And that's unacceptable. Like, I mean, it just is. Right. So.
3: Well, and I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think um, when you referenced that movie, Waiting for Superman, which no one
2: tweeted about and followed up on, nobody watched (laughs) it. People were more into Snowden. That's a really good documentary.
3: I watched it last night. Yes. Actually, in preparation for this. Oh. Um, my, my biggest issue with it is it, yes, it, it did give you a clear picture of what a charter school can be, but for places like Indiana, most of our charter schools fail. Right. Unfortunately, we it's have not a lot good alternative. We have
2: many unsuccessful ones here in LA too. And I don't know if I said that in my drunken state, but that I have good <laughs> friends who we have a thing here called like Spanish immersion with and it's mm-hmm. it's popular in charter schools where you know young kids are are immediately you know their classes are taught in Spanish so they have an hour i think an hour a day of of English where they where they're, they learn English rules you know like vocabulary and you know sentence structure and all that but the, all of their other classes even if it's like social studies or whatever it is are taught in Spanish and um a lot of these students are aren't doing well in these I mean, our charter schools aren't doing well in L.A., many of them. So, um, so I don't know. It just sucks. It's it's fucked up. I don't want – I want there to be, like, an easy solution. Like, let's just t- pay right. every well, teacher not, a lot, and then it will be more <laughs> that's, advantageous. That's for
3: of, That's kind of the, the picture here, right, is that we all want quick and easy answers all the time. Um, but unfortunately, when it comes to education, there's there's usually not a quick and easy answer because there's so many – um, diversities. There's learning. There's a lot of different needs in the schools, <laughs> like
2: I have, right? So, the, so this irate, irate teacher mean tweeted us. Um, actually, it was a comment on Instagram. She knows who she is, but she's probably not listening anymore. Um, so she said that um, we said many thing wrong, things wrong. We should educate ourselves before we do these things. Before we do this podcast, she's right. But. Um, She said that I said teachers that work at private schools make more money, and she said I was wrong about that. And now I'm imagining I'm probably wrong. I don't remember,
3: because I I actually just listened to this this morning. I don't remember you saying that at all, actually. Well, I think what you said was you wish that schools would be privatized because teachers could make more money.
2: She probably got a lot of what I said wrong.
1: For the record. But there has to be some <laughs> truth to that. At some private schools, teach some teachers are making more money than they are at public schools, no? That's not a thing?
2: Yeah, and, and if they well, are privatized... Yeah. Okay, go on, Trevor. Sorry.
3: You know, it, you're right. It is. But it, the same could be said for public schools. So, but okay. like here in Indiana, one of the things that, that Mike Pence did was uh, merit pay. Okay. So, your, your pay as a teacher is tied directly to your student's growth. And their proficiency.
2: That's dope. I like that. So if you have it, a lot of yes students, and no. So, but how would you even? Because
3: f- yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Well, it's it's not it's not done in the right way. So, if I was teaching in the most impoverished school in Indiana, and I was the best teacher in the universe, <laughs> at, at the end of at the end of everything, I would probably get zero dollars in merit pay because mm. the way it's allocated is by the standardized tests. Okay. So if my school is failing, then we get zero dollars of that money.
2: Okay. And so it's that means it, so that I get zero. The concept is good, but it's being implemented wrong because probably because Mike Pence is just a fucking a piece of shit. Yeah. But well, I, I like that concept Penn, of like, you know, performance, judging on performance and a lot. Like getting I mean, a bonus. Kind of, Yeah, well, and and looking at the way they're teaching these kids, because what we saw in the documentary is that, you know, and not that I'm not shitty in my job and terribly apathetic and lazy and drink on the job and all that. But a lot of these teachers are (laughs) complacent and their classes are out of control and they feel frustrated. And so they're just like getting through the day and getting through the year and pushing these kids on and Mm -hmm. no one's evaluating what they're doing.
1: Right.
3: Right.
2: I wanted you to talk about like the teachers union, at least – Tell us what mm. what does that mean?
3: Yeah, that was actually one of the things that bothered me about the movie, too. So the the union, it made it seem like it was this big bad thing, right, that, that was hurting the students because it gave teachers tenure. Um, I think it's important to note here that tenure, as defined in that movie, isn't necessarily tenure throughout the United States of America. You mean so, it, okay.
2: oh only in the state that you got it in
3: kind of it's it's um so you get tenure when you're at a school for so long or in a school district for so long but it doesn't mean that you can't be fired oh well, I, tenure
2: yeah it did sort of imply that they in, couldn't be fired like preacher right and and in, it,
3: <laughs> right and in my experience it's been um, you are safe until the age of retirement um, from like budget cuts, from things like that. You're promised a position, not necessarily your job in a kindergarten position or a second grade position, whatever.
1: You mean you're, you could, I could be teaching at one school and then um, uh, somehow I get m- pushed to another school for a different grade? Like that kind of thing? Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. And now, then- what goes along with that is you can be dismissed for just cause.
2: And what is just cause molesting someone? What about just being a shitty teacher?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, both of those. Um, insubordination would be one of those. Drinking on the job
0: would be okay, one of those. I'd be
2: done. <laughs> I mean, so do you think well, that
0: think there needs would to be, be? How
1: do you think though? Like, what is it that people are so crazy about when it comes to Betsy De- DeVos? Like, why do they hate her so much and why do they love her so much? What is it that we? What What's the divide oh, here? Oh my god! What is it
3: that she's Has going? Any- did anybody actually say they
1: loved her? Well, I'm clear, she's appointed Pe- there.
2: Yeah, I think people who are fans of school choice um, like her, and because I know, like in the documentary, the girl you saw in the documentary, Michelle Re, she was his original mm-hmm. choice um, for that position, and then she declined, um, probably because it was going to get too hot in the t- in the kitchen. <laughs> Um, And she did a fundraiser with Betsy DeVos. I mean, there's a there's a faction of people out there who are like involved in this thing, school choice. And it's it's quite a lot of people who are into it. I feel like Julie, I mean, probably wouldn't be that much against her if she wasn't like a religious fanatic (laughs) because that's where, you know, her her views are going to differ from ours. And like, you know, you know, trans rights. And I mean, I doubt they're going to differ from ours in special needs. But if.
1: Well, plus are we going to turn the schools into well, like how they are we turning the schools into a business? And if that's the case, right. you know, uh, obviously they think there's a problem with that too. Not to say that the public schools don't have a problem, but it, are, is her ethical and or moral sta- standing going to t- stand the test for a person who could really go in and change education? I don't necessarily believe that she's that person. But I'm well, not we have against never choice. Cared before. Yeah, well, we care yeah. now because it's
2: happening now. Well, so. I just read this thing that was like, um, and it was in like, you know, the Post or the New York Times. And it was an opinion piece. And I may have said this. You'll, you can remind me since you just listened. But where it was like, you know, she's, she's made it her, you know, her life's work to destroy the public schools. And I'm just like, uh, uh I I really don't think she's made it her fucking life's work to destroy public schools. No, I, I think, think that so. might be pushing it. I mean, she there's got to be some kind of philanthropic benevolent vibe to what she's doing. She might be misguided, Bible-beating billionaire who can't relate to anyone. Right. But at the end of the day, like I'm sure she does care about kids. She's not a fucking monster. Right.
1: Yeah. So what do you right. think? What do you think the two sides of this
2: coin are? <laughs> In a in a mm. in a nutshell, Trev, if you want, because we have two minutes. I mean, I,
3: I think the fact that she's never one gone to public school.
2: <laughs> Good one. Okay, um,
3: yep.
2: Not educated Dude, in that field. She, she's
3: she's not even a teacher. True. I, I mean, I think those two things right off the bat just kind of say what the hell. Like, wait.
2: you're right. <laughs> like, right. If
3: you take that, if you take that logic and apply it to another job, like a doctor,
2: she had a lot, and I got to say, she had a lot. Very many instances of shady, shady campaign finance. Like, oh, whatever, I mean, come whatever on. reform yeah. or, or initiatives she wanted pushed through, she funneled money illegally into people's like campaigns. She's all and about payoffs. Yeah, it's not cute. It's not, not cute. The school system's already corrupt. At least I'm only speaking for California. It's mad corrupt, just like the LAPD. You give money to it and you know it ends up buying lunches for people or whatever. Like, I'm talking about steak dinners, (laughs) not lunches for kids. And we don't need someone corrupt who throws money around to get what they want. I mean, that's not good. But we're supposed to try and be in the middle here. (laughs) Well, I want to know, well, then, what would be the positive
1: side of school choice? Let's say that. Is there, is Um, that, what what do you think, or what do you think, Trevor, what do you think the answer is to the broken school system? How about that? He doesn't fucking He's got it. He has an opinion. Do you have an opinion?
3: <laughs> I, I'm, yes, I do. tell us your opinion. I, I think our, our problem here in, in America is, is that recently we've kind of gotten into this idea that we're the best at everything,
0: uh-huh. and
3: even if somebody else has a better idea, we're still better. Our school system now um, came from from what is now modern day Germany. In I think like 1870,
2: <laughs> rape and now Germany. Yeah. Oh jeez. Oh god. Yeah. It's a nightmare.
3: <laughs> Go on.
2: Um, it, <laughs> it
3: was um it was it came from Germany, right? Yeah. It, it Show was me a paper, <laughs> country. Okay. And I think. There are, We're, I think, what, 14th or 16th in the world in education right now. We need to go out into the world and see what's working for other people, especially nations like us, like the United Kingdom, France, um, Germany now, Japan, South Korea, places like that. Yeah,
2: let's let's put the kids in, like,
1: like, see what's working
2: for people. Yeah, let's make them like South Korea. Let's put them in, like, a military style. They never get to go home. <laughs> we torture them. I think...
3: Right. No, I think you're thinking of North Korea.
2: Oh, I'm thinking of any weird Asian country. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Except
1: for Japan. Oh, no, they don't do that.
2: (laughs) Let's do that. Let's force the kids to be very neat. That's the baby I want. Japanese baby. Sit in the corner, straight hair, very smart, very quiet, good at math, beautiful hands, chopsticks, sushi. That's what I want. Don't talk. Right. Or only speak Japanese. Well, maybe, do you think, Trevor, that the problem
1: is with, A, obviously the incredible hubris that America is and that Trump like, literally is a walking fucking <laughs> Shakespearean tragedy. However, is it also that everything has to be for profit? So it's to either too socialist or it's too capitalist. And could that possibly be what's tripping everybody up when it comes to education?
3: Yeah, I, I think that has a lot to do with it. And I I got to mention that, um <laughs> charter schools can be for profit. Yes. And the way it's going, it would really open the door for people like Donald Trump to really monetize on investing in charter schools.
2: Right like, video game school, which is our school we're gonna do. Right, right. Well, Betsy DeVos (laughs) must be interested
1: in some sort of for-profit situation, which, obviously, I mean, you know.
2: I like your theory, Julie, combined with his theory, well, yours was more of, like, where the problem is, and his was more of solution-based, and I liked right. his.
1: Well, I definitely think he's absolutely right, and I agree. Yeah. Like, get out in the world and see what's working for other people. Yeah. Like, if you're see, – see how other countries do it. Like, Betsy DeVos, get a couple – little coalition together, travel the world, see how schools are doing it, and, like, what's up? Well – <laughs> Trevor, thank you so much for being our teacher today. Tell our fourteen listeners where they can find you on Twitter or Grindr, just in case they have any questions about schools or your dick.
0: <laughs> Go ahead. Tell them where they can um, find I,
3: honestly, I, I don't know my Twitter handle. I think it's well. You E-haw can do th- one two five. You
2: can do oh, I know. Well, we talk on Twitter. Well, okay. What about Facebook or anything like a dorky like that?
3: No, I mean, I don't really have. I mean, I have these, so but I just don't want to use them, really. Grinder,
1: manhunt, man-to-man, boy-to-boy, <laughs> daddy pie, <laughs> rough trade, leather p- times, any of that?
3: No, well, you're forgetting that I live in Indiana, and oh. um, it, it's it's some rough trade down here. White yeah. people
2: stuff, we like sports, <laughs> in the closet. NASCAR, Mike Pence sucks. <laughs>
1: what else? Yeah. What oh, else yeah. is there?
2: Shitty food, weird pizza with weird cheese on That's it. That's St. Louis. Oh, okay. I get them mixed up.
1: I have been to Indiana though and I did have a delightful time though it is where I saw a possum and it lunged at me at the front of a porch (laughs) just want to let you know that
2: okay Trevor we love you so much thank you for calling Um, we gotta go and for those of you who want to get more involved and you don't know where to start you can go to at 50can at F-I-F-T-Y-C-A-N on Twitter or www.50can Org. and they're a team of local leaders and advocates for every state working toward a high quality education for all kids regardless of their address. Booyah, snap, kill Wow. It. Damn. Bye, Trevor. Bye, Trevor.
3: Bye.
0: <laughs> Bye. Bye. Sunny day, Sleeping up.
1: to old ugly street
2: <laughs> that made you cough. <clears throat> how
1: to get to old ugly you know how they do that they yeah of go course a few no, times. go ahead no to plus i love old when you sing
2: ugly street. very soothing how to get since this old ugly is the evergreen street. episode we thought See we'd take a visit to ugly old street. ugly street this is the special street where all the oldest and ugliest people in politics live <laughs> Now, this isn't a comprehensive list because we're limited on time, and God knows to really cover them all, we'd need at least three fucking hours. But Julie gave it the old college try, and I'm sure she had fun doing it. So hit us with the stats, meow meow, and make it snappy, bitch. Okay,
1: so this was a very challenging job. (laughs) Only, mainly because they're all ugly?
2: ugly? Yeah, exactly. And,
1: I mean, I know that's, you know, this seems shallow and lame and trashy Mm -hmm. and not classy and whatever, but
2: um are we we're just the picture of class. Well, we're not alone because I just want you guys to know when you're googling these people, you can also just google ugliest politicians and then you can be treated to one of my favorite lists called 10 members of Congress who couldn't get laid in a whorehouse with a fistful of fifties.
1: But that that that's, but that's was not, amazing. That's not
2: the only list. There's no. con politicians that look like
1: lesbians. With- Let's start there. Right. Okay. Let's start there. So, the most recognizable Besides the Trump cabinet and blah, 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 the most recognizable who are always in the media, who always are in our faces together as butt pirates are John McCain and Lindsey Graham,
2: a.k.a. the lawn jockeys, lawn
1: jockeys. Tell what everyone a lawn jockey is.
2: So they were called lawn jockeys of um, Congress because they basically... Are older. They don't influence anyone. They they walk around and they're like mouthpieces, but they but they don't influence any legislation. No one listens to them. No one cares what they say. They're lawn jockeys. They're ornaments. Ornaments. And a lot of people think they're gay lovers. Well,
1: so John McCain isn't ugly, but nope. he is old. Old. How old he, is he? He is and eighty. Sure we go quickly. is very old. John Sorry McCain to is everyone. John McCain listening. is eighty, and he's probably the most genteel and one of the more, like, nicer Republicans. He kind of reminds me of my dad. Yeah, people, people generally like John McCain. Plus, you know him. He's the guy who's the war hero, and then Trump called, said yeah, that yeah. he wasn't a war hero. Okay. He's, not a, he's not ugly. He, he isn't ugly. He's not. His arms do, like, a, you know, because of the thing that happened yeah, when yeah, he was yeah, a Yeah, 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 Well, but when whatever. he gets shot
2: up or whatever the fuck. And he was held and in a stuff. Pl- 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 cage okay, whatever.
1: Stuff. All right, Lindsey Graham. Ugly. <laughs> now, he's 61, so he's not really that old. However, he does look like a full woman. And, an mean, ugly one. An attractive Right. Okay. <laughs>
2: let's push it on. So
1: you want to look at him. Now, I was surprised by literally how much uglier people got. Now, one of the guys who I found to be re- really ugly is a guy named Johnny Isaacson, and he's a senator from Georgia. He's 72. And you want to look him up, but just make sure when you're b- before the picture pops up that you're just ready. Just, just be ready. <laughs> okay. And if you want, maybe Google Cannonball Run Doctor. <sighs> look at that picture first and then look at the picture of him because he is hid his eyeballs are like okay uh, i mean i can't even let's go uh, fine okay um this guy wasn't severely ugly he's just super tall he's six nine. Oh, that's interesting tallest
2: throw that in he's the six so nine th- very tall and he's nicknamed the big guy sometimes very tall people get on my nerves i find them very over especially tall men i find them very overconfident when nothing they do they just feel like they tower over everyone and their confidence bugs
1: Moving on. He does look like that. And his name is Luther Strange. Oh. Which is interesting because there's also a superhero slash villain named Dr. Strange. Okay. Also, there's a supervillain named Lex (laughs) Luthor. So just put them together and you have a big, tall fucking villain. villain. So he's from Alabama. All right. Um, One of the ugliest. Okay. And also that looks most like a turtle. Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Now this Mitch guy, M-Turtle. Mitch Turtle. Mitch Mitchell in <sighs> my opinion actually is if I were to give him a yearbook name, he would be called most likely to become a supervillain. That
2: he's would quite be quite unattractive. It.
1: And he is a ma- master manipulator and that, the like it's like you know what he's like? He's like in the in a in a sci-fi fantasy superhero movie, he's the guy that lives in a bigger guy's head. He's actually like he mm-hmm. lives he lives he's like a parasite that lives within. Well, it's also like a turtle cuz they live inside of a shell. Right. That's what he looks like. It's like okay. living inside Next. of okay. Um, I like to call this one, there's a ginger in the building and it needs to be destroyed.
2: (laughs) Woo, I saw this guy. His hair is neon red.
1: (laughs) Now, I'm not saying that this is about all gingers, but this guy is what, if I were one, I would try and have him poisoned because he is definitely the weed in the ginger forest. He's
2: extremely unattractive. His Adam's apple is egregious. His hair is so bright. It's it's intense, his hair.
1: And I also want to say not only... If you look weird, you're going to be weird. He's very, uber conservative, and apparently he's known um, around the Senate and Congress circles as the guy who can't add one, two, and three together.
2: Oh, my God. Tell him his name so they can His name is up.
1: James Lankford, and he believes, for example, he he supports Scott Pruitt for EPA. He doesn't believe that fertilizers and manure um, are hazardous or pollutants. He's really dumb. Okay, like, let's he's go. Just, We're like, already whatever. over. So, should... Orrin Hatch, 82 years old. Okay, he's let's from get, Utah.
2: Let's get to the old ones.
1: I just also need to quickly say okay. the youngest one that I found is Stephen Miller. He's 31 from Santa Monica. And if you and this guy looks like he killed your cat, skinned it, where has a skin
2: in his pants? He pulled butterfly wings off of butterfly. One hundred percent fire. One
1: hundred. You guys need to look him up. He is fucking disgusting. Also, Rancid Pubis is only what thirty-seven. He's young too. He's four. He's forty-four. Oh, so um, that bugs
2: that completely. Now I want to know who's old. Like, okay, is there so like a nine hundred-year-old in the Supreme? Ralph Court? Ralph Hall
1: uh, is, I believe, was a senator, and he's ninety-one. He's from Texas. And I
0: mean, I
2: just—I mean, I'm not an ageist. I'm really not. Obviously, Leon Goldman. I'm not quite sure of his exact <laughs> age. Very sexy, but I'm saying 91 isn't the joy of being a, a little older that you get to retire. Also, isn't it the joy for
1: us that you get to retire? and if what about you're Ruth a certain Gator age yeah, she, Ruth Bader Gun Ruth Gator Binsburg <laughs> Ruth is, 80, is 82 oh
2: that's not even that really that old but
1: also when you look she's done though she's <laughs> packing it up she's like it's she puts rap. that doily on that Supreme Court robe and she's like I just don't want to do it I want to stay home I want to watch I want to watch Fletcher Jessica Fletcher <laughs> and I Murder, want to be she left alone I want to watch Murder She Wrote. I want to be left alone I hate these guys also google a picture of the Supreme Court I mean I I I just want to say this is a blanket no we're going over if you just google spend an hour google imaging the supreme court take a look at those fucking mugs uh clarence thomas ugh, all of them so gross um the new the new two women aren't bad but the all the other guys are just saying um check out there's a page i think it's gov Something You can literally Get to see a picture There's headshots Of every single Member of Congress it's And you can go, something. It's We gotta go bitch
2: Before we go I want everyone to know That Julie thinks The ugliest of them all Is Steve Bannon
1: Literally The, uh, the ugliest person Living in Washington D.C. Is Steve Bannon
2: And I wonder how Rosie feels about like, that Because I believe They look a lot alike But let's We're over oh, And let's and get To the questions favorite.
0: I got gay questions And I need gay answers I got gay questions and I need gay answers Yeah I got like gay questions And I need gay answers I got like gay questions And I need gay answers Now
2: it's time for our segment oh, called Gay Questions gonna... But it should be called Gay Comments Because we don't really have like <laughs> a lot of questions <laughs> no. But you guys do send us um, a lot of sweet stuff and, and we love you so much So um, let's get into it
1: Well the ones that um, I pulled oh, okay. From, okay. I pulled them okay. from Facebook uh, and the gram, um, <laughs> you know,
2: we couldn't do them all. And there's we read a lot we'll, of comments, yeah. and
1: you know what I mean. But these are—I've tried to get the ones that more like are questions,
2: and we read them all, regardless. Right? But we're just choosing these for the air. So from Julie cultivated this list. So if it's wrong, <laughs> tweet her and say fucker for not picking you.
1: Um, <laughs> maybe ask better questions. <laughs> just kidding. Love you, um, <laughs> Susanna Lee Murray says, uh, are all 14
2: subscribers kidding? That was sweet, Susanna. We do only have 14. Let's, only, let's based, pick up the pace.
1: only based in the U.S. or Canada. Would love to see where everyone is from. Love from Australia. I think she's,
2: she's the Australian one who's told us she's from Australia. And I think that might be the only. Well, we have. I think we might have a couple from England.
1: I hope Chris Lilly is listening from Australia.
2: Jermaine. I mean,
1: is he New Zealand? He's Australia. Oh, OK. Well, that's exciting. Thank you, Susanna. That's That's so exciting. Someone from Australia is listening. Yeah, love
2: that. So uh, to answer your question, we think it's U.S. and Canada. There's probably a couple. There's definitely a couple from England. Well, I have the answer
1: because two people responded. Okay. Uh, Luna Cullis is from London and Eva Whitsett is from Washington State. Which is in America. (laughs) That's right. Okay, so So I hope so. So Susanna, meet Luna. And Eva and Eva meet Luna and Susanna. It's three of our fourteen. Okay, go on. Okay. Um from Lizzie B. Uh was it j- oh this is a comment. Was it just me or anyone else turned on? Watch out. When she when Brandy started yelling at the dogs. Holy crap, and I'm a straight married lady. Were you
2: turned on, meow, meow? Uh. <laughs> I think you hear that quite a lot I bet I used to make everyone Get hard-ons and when I would Scream at the dogs every minute during the shooting Of People's Couch I mean <laughs> oh, was, they loved it it was nothing But dog yelling so. well it's so toppy You know what Lizzie you must love a top um, yeah. Julie herself Judge Julie is a is a very strong top So we can, keep, we can <laughs> interact We can in, incorporate Some more yelling for you okay let's keep it pushing From CJ
1: Kinsha I'm sorry. I don't know. I think that's how you sp- say it. Yeah, maybe. Kincha C J Kincha. Um, all right. My question for J and B is: If you could pick anyone, alive or dead, who would you want as president of the United States? Obama. Mm, Go ahead. Um. Obviously, Obama's a great president, but I might also you're allowed to choose something different Mel than Brooks.
0: Me. Good one.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay, Shira T Weiss, our friend. Hey, Shira. Um, She said this I think I may have Submitted this question But for the questions episode I want to ask What you think Will be the thing To finally get Trump impeached Not that it's really Likely to happen When it seems Democrats don't matter But hypothetically speaking Love you guys And hope to one day Meet you soon in person Okay What do you think Is the thing That's going to get Trump Ah, (laughs) impeached I think it's going to be Russia
2: Yeah I don't necessarily know If it will be I think the thing is I'm not sure If it will be An impeachment Or he'll have to step down Yeah um but let's I, say it's yeah, whatever. I think I think Russia. I agree. You do? Um mm. Yeah, I'm thinking Yeah, I'm thinking Russia. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now um, it's probably change next week. There, I think there's something with the conflicts of interest with this business, I think, too. Right. Because that's illegal. Right. I mean, that's actually not a legal conf- but I think something's gonna come up that's
1: like that you can't. That do. is illegal. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. Anne Morris.
2: Oh, uh-huh. Ann Morris. Anne Morris. Um I love that this number of questions and comments is pretty much 14. <laughs> it's proving the fucking thing. All right. And Anton so this is a comment. Like one of my best this, friends for years. Right. Okay. This is a
1: comment. I just came here to request someone who is Photoshop savvy to do an Anton and Scalia photo featuring Susan Anton and Jack Scalia over Julian Brandy's faces.
2: Let's get that popping, you guys. Let's get the Anton. Somebody put and, yeah. pink cat eye sunglasses on my headshot. Oh, my that
1: head was Monet something. <laughs> oh, God, I got it. Yeah, Monet Cupcake? Yeah, 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 yeah. was yeah, uh, yeah. so sweet. Yeah, and that was funny. Um, but yeah, I would love to see that. Or make the steakhouse. I'd love to just see the steakhouse. You know what I mean? The Anton and Scalia yeah. steakhouse. Okay. Okay, Don Petty. What's the Eye of the Shitstorm song's name? I love that bit.
2: Okay, so that song is called Fuck Shit Stack by Reggie Watts. He's like a funny British guy who people ask us this question all the time. And I generally ignore it on Twitter, um, mainly because um, we're not really probably technically supposed to use songs (laughs) that people even like we never even got Tom Sandoval's permission to use um, his song, um, T.I.P. So and I don't really even want to ask him. The only person's permission we get is Johnny's. Right. um, Who does gay questions and he does um, looking looking cute, cute. feeling Feeling cute. cute. What you got to do? All right, so oh, let me tell you. I mean, we didn't even, we didn't get per- permission from Gwen Stefani, but we're just we're rogue. We're rogue. So even we're though rogue. Reggie Watts might not care, he might because God knows, I doubt he makes three dollars a minute. Right. Okay. Okay.
1: From Julie Portis or Portis, I'm not sure. Um, I would love to see a poll on who is better looking, Arnold or Trump. Well, if you're asking us, well, I think it's Arnold. I mean.
2: How would you even?
1: Yeah, you, I, I, mean, I think you
2: don't need to see a poll. I'm I here think. to let you know it's 100% Arnold.
1: <laughs> All right. Also, I just also want to say Arnold's like on the come up. I mean, if you watch Celebrity Apprentice, like he's like a delight. He <laughs> yeah. is a delight. Um, from Teen, Teen McVeigh. That's my cousin, guys. Hey, Teen,
2: when are we going to meet? <laughs> I have a cousin and she listens to the show because my family is supportive. Just kidding. They're not just Teen and my mom. <laughs> um, also, her last name is McVeigh.
1: Putting that out there. <laughs> All right, here's what she says. When you record the podcast in the drug den, do you do so, quote, Kalsarkinanit? Wait, Kalsark, Kalsari, Kasarika, Kalsari. Kasarika, Kasarika, like, Kasarika, neat
2: Kasarika, yeah. neat Kasarika, oh, neat. Kalsarika, Kalsarika, Kalsarika neat? neat. So I looked it up. I what the fuck is teen talking about When you record the podcast in the drug den Do you do so
1: Whatever <laughs> I looked it up it's a Finnish word And it means getting
2: drunk in your underwear And the answer is Yes Yes Oh, it's it was technically too getting drunk in your underwear with no plans to leave the house. And it was like, most importantly, yes, when we get drunk in the drug den, we have no plans to leave the house, especially when we're doing the podcast. But normally we never have any plans to leave the house because we're because that's what druggies do. They sit in the house and they fucking me and Julie watch weird shit where she'll be like, did you ever know that the Bee Gees did an entire cover of
1: sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club yeah band. and then we listened and to it the was whole a movie. thing and
2: we were high as fuck and we were like this is incredible and we were like god the Bee Gees were so great and then julia <laughs> talked about how she kind of had a lady boner for like one of them and it was like mm, probably because like, he looked like a woman mm-hmm. but she was still hot right you know so thanks for the question teen also p.s been to finland that's right we have actually been to finland that's right all right that's it for the questions and comments <laughs> Ooh, my underwear! I can't wait to pull it
1: up higher and keep drinking.
2: <laughs> and stay inside.
1: And stay inside and never go out and be continue to be a recluse. Fin not her. To yeah, yeah. Yeah. Freedom.
0: Freedom. 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 So
1: that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics.
2: We're pre-taping this shit so far in advance that we could all be dead by the time this shit airs.
1: Yeah, hopefully the shit doesn't hit the fan while we're out of town and then people tune in and we're sitting here with our thumbs up our ass talking about how ugly Steve Bannon
2: is. Well, Well, if you think about it, if the shit does hit the fan, it's probably going to have quite a lot to do with the fact that Steve Bannon is so ugly.
1: (laughs) That is true. Um, and remember to message us on Facebook and Twitter at Mr. Julie Goldman and at the Brandy Howard. And please take a second and leave us a rating and a review on iTunes.
2: Yeah, even if you hate us, we read every single review and message, as you guys just saw. We love all fourteen of you guys <laughs> from the bottom of our little gay hearts. Thank you for listening, and as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But
1: most I'm gay and it's been dumb.
2: See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: True, we will. America's
2: kind of whack, but we're not
1: gonna That's let true. it go down that like means that. Cause punch. we got
0: a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast. A dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit, it's all shit, I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know, I, I, you're extreme, I am extreme, it's all shit, uh, uh, this shit is bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S This shit is trump T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know, I don't even know